I'ma make a hit, then take a hit. I keep it crispy like bacon bits when I break a what? You little widgets don't get me when I display my gift. Then you could take a seat, take a kneel, take a trip. You silly glitches ain't making nil when I make the script. You probably have to take baby pills. Okay. You ain't taking no, this. Okay. You no, getting hit too. like a baby seal All right. Okay, are you guys ready now? <laughs> We're going to do it again. Thank you for being patient. ASA Detroit, thank you for coming. I'm Mark Malik. Let's introduce left to right. Go ahead. I'm still Charles Hill. Okay. I'm still Billy Chapman, the original Michaelholic. Billy Chapman. The silent partner. Hopefully not today, which we went through our first take. And I'm Kara Karachi. All right. A girl. A girl. A girl. A very funny girl who's making the most appearances on the podcast ever. So clap for you. And please and please let's please schedule your own where you bring your own crew. That would be great. So kind of you to invite me. Yeah, that was great. All right, so Billy, so the whole the the point of the thing is like I really enjoy getting to meet all the comics, right? That's number one. Right. And um also, I, I think it would be like when I really when I did it, I, it was like trying to give everybody like a way to kind of like highlight them, highlight themselves uh, with their friends in like uh, and like have like a doc, document of it, like a what's the word? I'm not, I'm not thinking of the right word. Um, like a little point of time, yeah. like a point in time, and Absolutely. then you can like listen to it, maybe come back on five years or a year from now because there's I don't know that many people, and right. then. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and uh, you know, like, see, like, where we've gone. So that was like, hold the point. So you were the point person. Okay. So why did you bring this crew? Well, um, sh- long story short, um, the the biggest reason is, is that I, I started Micaholics Comedy Crew. Yeah. Just with the two people that I knew the best and that I thought would really fit in. Yeah. Um, and we did it just a short. I mean, it wasn't a short show. It was a great show, but I, yeah. I wanted these two people because Micaholics now is almost in our 40th show. Wow. And nice. we've employed awesome. about 140 um, comedians. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, um, Wait, real quick. Have you been on that show? Yes. Okay, that's awesome. Have you been on that show? Yeah, that's why we're here. Okay. Have, who, <laughs> I, I've, I've, I've begged. Uh, who, who books the show? Because I've been begging. I, I, I Is do. Is it you, Berta? Well, well, no, I, she, she helps. Upstairs, she helps. I heard that you were the controller of this thing. I've been she begging. Helps. I've been um, begging. And and basically, uh, I'll just tell you, you probably got lost in the sauce. <laughs> <laughs> like an ingredient. Because I get several, I know, a lot man. of... Uh, no, but, I know, man. I know. Um, and, and the biggest problem is I don't get out as often as I did the previous... Yeah. From 2016 to 2019-20, I was doing three open mics a week. I was traveling 40 miles each way. Just crazy stuff. And then this started. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it just kind of took over. And the, the biggest reason was, number one, is that we needed a platform. We were begging just to get real human contact because the zoom shows didn't do it for us yeah you said it upstairs what did you guys do the zoom stuff i did lots of zoom shows did you do the mess of the zoom stuff i did one and i was like no i'm out okay so let's go around did it you said it worked for you it worked for me i was still in the process of learning how to write a joke and tell a joke so if you're right just writing and telling jokes zoom is i think it was a pretty good platform to do that at right. but it's if you're trying to build a bit or a, a set that's uh, it's not the place for it, my opinion. And then you did them, but it didn't work I, for you? Yeah, I guess I did a few, and what seemed to tr- work best for me was if I went more into, like, uh, improv, like yeah. doing characters. I know I did a Christmas one where I 
just played an elf, like Santa's uh, degenerate smoking elf who was like pissed off. And (laughs) because I just couldn't be myself on there. Um, I did do, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, AA show. Oh, cool. uh, Virtual, which honestly, that was super cool because there's like 300 attendees on that and they all, you know, they all had their cameras on and yeah. you could see their faces and they loved it. So I think that was different in the sense that, I mean, people in AA, like they, they love comedy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right? yeah, 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 yeah. So that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I, I did zoom. It worked for me the same way with you. We were kind of yeah. coming up in the, in the kind of the same type of time frame. So for me, it was like, it's just a way to, to, to get my jokes out and almost right. like get them in my own head. I wasn't even worried about the people. Did you have people come out and watch you on Zoom, though? Because like, I did, and I'll probably never have any of those people come back and watch, out and watch wait, me Wait, what do you mean? Of, Say that again. Because like, like, you could have – I would invite people to some of the open mics or the, the rooms that I was in in Zoom. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, I thought no. it was a good idea. And it was, no. No, it was not a good idea. It was fun, though, but no. at the time. I was doing that in the shadows. <laughs> now, you, you said you did it, and it didn't I, work. I did, yeah. too, because I figured – the second couldn't suck as bad as the first. Yeah. And it, and it was worse. And, and yeah. you know, I'm in my living room. I set up this whole screen thing. And I think I called it like, uh, oh, like uh, the Isolation Joint Comedy Club. <laughs> and, uh, and then just all of these people were talking on top of each other. And there was friends of friends like you. And I'm like, is there any... Are people listening here? I, I didn't. I couldn't figure it out. I didn't want to figure it out, and I just said, "That's it." Yeah. And then um, a friend of ours, Jason Vest, had a open mic in his backyard. Then I think you had one, and I may have been here. And then I had one in January. Oh yeah, and, I did have one in the garage. Yeah, you yeah, showed up. Yeah, 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 and fifteen or twenty time. comics showed up. Kara was one of them. Charles was actually always the first one there. <laughs> um, we had speakers. We had a, a spotlight. And it began to snow, and we had a wild fire, and and we just told jokes on my deck for four or five neighbors, maybe, (laughs) and uh, and it was it was great. I mean, it was it really started my colics. It really was. I said, "This is what I need to do." So that's when I started hitting up bars and clubs and pitching them, and said, "Yeah, I can bring really funny people here." Yeah, yeah. And you and you guys do this together. Yeah. <laughs> he I just sit and watch. Yeah, but you you you, you I don't, don't. I don't do comedy. No, I know you don't do comedy, but you. <laughs> what I'm saying is like you help put these shows on. Like you're like kind of a, a person that's helping. I just like help pick the, set up, tear down. I'm there for each show. Yeah. And you do the money. She oh, does yeah, I the, the money. money. <laughs> and then because uh, all of our our shows are tips only. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and she keeps a really close eye on all the comics throughout this whole community that we live in. And she kind of keeps me abreast of who's doing what shows, what kind of a show are they doing? Are they doing a ticketed show? Are they doing a free show? How much do you think he or she gets paid? How much money do you, how, how much money are, are, is going in and around this community? And can yeah. we... Can we get some of these really funny people to come work for Markaholics? And and uh, so she keeps me in tune because she spends way more time on it than I do when I'm at work. So so you're not just so you're not just setting up and you're not you're not just sitting here just like uh, putting uh, table covers on. 
No. Right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like you you got like a big part. Well, I have a big mouth. No, not a big mouth. <laughs> but like you're so like what like you're like what is your role in this whole thing? So it's not it's more than just She's the brains. Setting it up and putting it down. No. <laughs> I just tell him what I think of the comics and who he should get, who he should not get get again. Okay. Um that's why Mark's never been on. No kidding. <laughs> right? No, I got it. The wheels I got to grease here. <laughs> You've been talking a bit. No, continue no, though. Continue. I don't continue. Even know what your last name is. Molding. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Have, have you ever sent him a tape? Oh my God, so many. Oh, <laughs> well, if you have, I've never seen them. No, it's all good. Or he's never shown me. Listen, I am. I am one hundred. I imagine because I don't really bug. And like the, you have so many things, you got to like bug and then bug and bug. And I think you even did tell me like, "Hey, I got tons of stuff. Thank you very much. Make sure you hit me back up." And I did not follow through. Right. But I do want to ask this, right? Because this is like this is really interesting thing. No, don't say don't no. Say no, no, no. You can say whatever you want, but like, don't get no. I want to. I'm excited about this question. So you, you're the one. That's your refrigerator. That is. It's <laughs> a compressor sound. That's that's how we do it here. I don't see Detroit. All right. So anyway. <laughs> like what when you're when you are watching those tapes and when you are like saying hey let's bring that person back or hey let's not bring that person back what are some of the things that you're taking into account if i think they're funny okay okay fair <laughs> fair just or, if you or, laugh or, or they're types of jokes i don't like certain things that get too deep okay um but that's just me yeah, some people yeah. love that stuff for sure but they have to be funny and i have to laugh because I've been to shows where people don't laugh. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, there's something, no way. There's something wrong a here. Shows. You know? And even mm-hmm. if you watch a tape, it's just like, no. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. But the thing is, he books his shows out so far that he's got everything booked right now through December. So when he keeps getting all these requests, it's hard to say, yes, I'm going to get you on a show, but... I'm already booked through December, and I'm not going to book in December yet because then you got the holidays coming up. I mean, mm-hmm. you've got to do that for January. But now he's not going to do that now. Mm-hmm. So he's got this list of all these people that want to get on a show, but then he's got to figure out who's going to feature, who's going to headline, mm-hmm. who's going to special guest, who's the mm-hmm. special appearance. Yes. And, 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 the, and, and that's the hard, too. Thing, yeah. Oh, I bet. I because bet. it's a 10-minute, it's a 15-minute, whatever they are. When we started... Um, we really wanted to be very diverse. We wanted diversity. We wanted equality, and we and I just knew that was funny. I, you know, there's at the time five six years ago, there was a lot of great female comedians, and a whole slew of urban comedians that I had never met. And when I started meeting all these people, I'm going, oh my gosh, she's funny. She's funny, and I. I really wanted the perspective. I wanted the audience to be entertained four different ways, not for the same oh, type smart. of comics. Right. And uh, so that that's probably the hardest part is really mixing four really unique comics to do the same show. And uh, and so far it's worked. Yeah. And uh, so that's that's really really why I wanted to do it. And and plus I wasn't getting booked much for yeah. features or headlines and I'm going like all of us maybe not like all of us but I'm going I'm funny yeah. and I got and I can do 40 minutes standing on my head yeah but I just realized there was a long line of people that could do 40 minutes standing on their head yeah 
So I didn't want to stand in line anymore. I did one-night stands. I did Ridley's. I did Ann Arbor Showcase. But then to go back, it's like, oh, wow, I got to get in that line. So that was another big part of it. I wanted to headline my own show. No, that makes sense. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I hired me. Yeah. <laughs> now, you're doing these at bars, right? Yeah. Like at bars? Yeah. And then I've heard you say, and then I want, because you put on shows. You've put on a couple. Right. And I've heard you talk about this, so you're like, so like some some bar shows are, are quality shows, and then mm-hmm. some bar shows are kind of ruining it for the rest of us, right? Mm-hmm. I'm assuming you're here. You don't think his bar yeah. shows are garbage. Mm-hmm. So like, what are some of the things that you see that like he that they're I'm not saying he there are they are right. silent partner they are doing right that maybe other people are screwing up? And then I want to talk about like what you know like what your experience with this whole thing is. It's so like what are they doing right that maybe some things are right. or what are we doing wrong? Uh, well, like maybe even like yeah, like what are what are some I'm of those? I'm not gonna say that with you right here. Because <laughs> I'm say that on the phone to you. Smart, smart. Or I'll message Billy and Berta Chapman. No spaces. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, one, I think you you absolutely have a certain t- or what I've seen, you have a certain type of venue, and that they're looking for comedy. I think the tip jar is fantastic. I don't, it's really a couple of things. I think it's right. It's really hard to get money directly from the bar and anyone. And I'm grateful. I've got uh, a venue who gives me a budget and it's the same budget and it's a really nice budget. Um, But in any, anyone who's working with a venue like that, good for them because that is hard or, you know, we see it right now, these mics that are coming and going, you know, okay, mm-hmm. we've had it for six months mm-hmm. and now it's gone. And it's like right. putting on these shows are, are tough. And a lot of times these venues owner, they can't, you know, they can't commit anymore and it sucks. So you mm-hmm. two alone are just quality people. And I think, you know, obviously these owners like you and trust you. Yeah. But, um, man, I mean, I made, I've made decent money on your shows mm-hmm. through those tips. Yeah. Cause I mean, Instead of paying five dollars a ticket, these people are throwing in twenties, sometimes fifties. Yeah. You know, oh, that's a good point. And they're, uh... they, yeah, and it's you know they they're already lubed up, right? So yeah. they're like, yeah, let me <laughs> pick the first bill on mm-hmm. my wallet. Yep. Yeah. So that's um, a good point. Billy's got that big old bucket too, which makes yeah. it fun. Uh, and I'm not yeah. bashful. I am not bashful about asking for money. Which yeah. you shouldn't be. We appreciate too because right. I. <laughs> done plenty of tip shows and then the tip jar just sits there and right. you're like just go out there and beg for some money yeah <laughs> yeah 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 for sure. sure i mean the tip yeah. bucket is about this big it's 10 gallons yeah mm-hmm. maybe 20 i mean it's big it's it's obnoxiously lime green and the letters are this big yeah and i keep it right next to the stage and i introduce it at the very beginning when i go over all the rules table talk cell phones blah 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 yeah i go and here's why we're here yeah we want to earn your laughter oh that's a good way to put it Mm -hmm. if we suck way to put it throw five bucks in on your way out if you like us throw in 10 if you love us throw in 20 Mm -hmm. and then i i wear it like i wear it as a necklace yeah and then i i chase them down after the show and i say did you enjoy the show would you come back did you like it and while we're doing that they're throwing money in. yeah totally and um because yeah the bars don't give you much and um, God, I think it was a hundred bucks. 
yeah. that mm-hmm. we split our first show. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And um, I got more than twelve. Yeah, we but got yeah. well more than hired. <laughs> and uh, so we, uh, so yeah, it was great. It was just a crazy little show, and I knew. Well, I sort of knew because um, <laughs> we had the whole setup. I was going to introduce the show and introduce Charles. Okay. And then Charles was going to introduce me, or no, Kara, because mm-hmm. Kara's, I don't headline, Kara says, oh, no, I'm not a headliner. <laughs> Whatever. Um, so anyway, so. I'm not. Yes, you are. Anyways, so so um, so as I introduce Charles, he steps on stage, and this is three weeks removed from knee surgery for me. I catch my foot and fall flat on my face. No, break chairs right off the stage, and I can't get up. He falls like into the audience. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, because it, no it was fifty percent capacity. We probably had a hundred people there. Okay, it was yeah. well over capacity. This was very much in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah, where it was like you're not supposed to like come. First week. Right. Like, like less tables and, and less chairs, and we didn't give a fuck. Yeah. I mean, they just kept coming you in. Let it so I was helped up to a chair, then I was yeah. helped over to another chair. Charles did his thing, rocked and rolled. Kara did her thing, rock and rolled. And then they put me on a chair. Oh my and god! And my comedy is really physical. Yeah, I do a lot of crawling around and and falling down, and which I couldn't do. So I did forty minutes sitting in a chair. Oh my god! And uh, and it it. I mean, I couldn't, I mean, I was in so much pain. <laughs> and when I got home, we just figured, okay, two weeks from now, we got another show. Nice. And, uh, but yeah, the, these two, um, they'll always be right here. That's awesome. Hmm. Just You, uh, so you talked about like doing Zoom shows and mm-hmm. me and you kind of started at the same time. And I remember seeing you early over on like the East Side. I saw you like East Side stuff yep, and right. I'd see you over, you know, maybe in, um, that place that was on the lake, I saw you there a couple times. Oh yeah, Tiki oh, yeah. Bar. Yeah, yeah, Tiki Bar. Yeah, yeah, Tom's yeah, mm-hmm. watching. Like pretty early, right? Yep. And then I saw you, and like you, then you, I've like watched you go from like telling jokes, and then I've saw the transition to go like full guitar, right? Which I love. So how did you decide to go full guitar in the middle of like the whole pandemic thing? Well, I had to have a uh, an emergency surgery. I had my I'd have an, another fusion in my neck, or I, I a fusion and a discectomy, and. Uh, so when I came out, I didn't have feeling in my right arm. I couldn't hold a pick. I couldn't do anything. Yeah. And that kind of lit a fire for me because, like, if I can't do something, then it makes me want to do it more. And I couldn't play my guitar anymore. And I wasn't really good. I just wanted to be a campfire guitarist. And What does I, that mean? I don't even know what that means. I just yeah. wanted to learn, like, ten songs, play it around a campfire, kumbaya it up, and, okay. and put it away and, and drink a few beers. All right. But I couldn't do that anymore. And it it was something that frustrated me. And and. It became what I did as I wrote jokes. I would just strum and, and think about material. And then it became something that I just wanted to do. I never thought I'd be good enough to do guitar comedy or comedy in general, let alone guitar comedy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the guitar comedy is better than you know my comedy was at the time, so I just kept going with it. And you're full now. It's like the whole time you got full guitar. I'm, 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 I'm back to switching it up. My, I, my Latest 25-minute set I did for Billy last month was about nine and a half minutes up front without it and 15 with it. Dude. Yeah, yeah it was a fun show. He rocked. Like rocked. That. Yeah. I mean, yeah. going back to, the, I think the first place we met was Soul Detroit. Yep, yep, and, Soul Detroit. Uh, and, and you were just in it just for a few months, I think, before it's that. almost maybe. a year, yeah. And uh, we just had a, we just struck it real yeah. quick. And... um 
and his and he's been on now. He's been on a Christmas show that we've done, another one, and then did uh, Prime Seven. All the venues, but but uh, but hoops. hoops up there, yeah. Who's bring your big boy voice to hoops? <laughs> it's a big room. Yeah, big yeah. room. So you got how many different venues do you have now? We have three. Oh, that's amazing. Yep, that's yep. great. And, uh, Can I just say something? Please. Charles is very talented. Oh, thank you. Oh, oh absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And bullshit about being a campfire guitarist. <laughs> I know. Because I know. I know. I go to his mics at Gratiot Pub and I'm like, hey, 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 can you learn all of this song right now? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to pick up my own drive. <laughs> that, that came from the pandemic. So I wasn't cool. like that. I, I, I wow. really practiced and I, I worked really hard for that year of trying to be. So if, if someone ever cat called, because you're going to get, you're, you're going to get a heckler. Play Freebird and just do it and make the guy happy and then make him look like an idiot after. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's brilliant. You know, yeah. or, or I get the wonder wall. So make sure I make sure to learn those songs that in case someone shouts them out, I, I do it. And then I make, then I make fun of them. That's so smart. Yeah. I'm smart. Thank you. blown away. Yeah, yeah. You're really talented. Why? I don't. Okay. This guy like, what you said, you're not a headliner. Wait, no, let's go back to Billy. <laughs> well, no, answer that. Yeah, question. hold on. What are you talking about? I'm not. Well, there's a certain. I don't want to be labeled as a headliner because I I'm here. I'm not at the place to headline clubs, and so that's kind okay. of where my head is at. Okay. You know, and so I also don't want clubs to get wind of that I'm walking around saying I'm oh, a headliner. Oh, I see. I just, okay. I want to be able to feature at places. Makes sense. I think it can almost. I mean, if we're talking about this, like Please, I think yeah. it can diminish. You know things like like i'm trying to tell people now who want my advice is that try and find a headliner to work with and get into some of these clubs but mm-hmm. if you're trying to become a headliner out of nowhere it just <clears throat> it's not going to do you any justice like i see who these headliners and i i are you know they're yeah. putting in 16 15 years they've yeah. got tv credits it's like I'm not there yet, and I'm okay with that. I don't want to be there, so I am very particular. Maybe I overthink it. No, I don't. I think that makes a lot of sense. I think that makes a lot of sense. And and I that and that. I mean, she has explained that to me before, Mm -hmm. and it made perfect sense. Yeah. But I. But when I when I do my shows, I yeah I try to get true headliners, but you're not going to get them all. I just want really funny people. To do thirty minutes, yeah, 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 and sometimes like Mylon Stromile did forty-five minutes one night. Actually, he sat down with the crowd yeah. and just rolled because his his crowd work is amazing. Oh, he's, yeah, he's, he's amazing, a, he's a ten, yeah. man. He's a ten yeah. out of ten. And, um, so, but yeah, but thirty minutes is usually our headliner gig, and I know she's got thirty minutes standing on her head. Mm-hmm. But what she says regarding. <laughs> The club shows. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah. You know those are those are seasoned ballers who have been yeah. doing it for years and have been driving three, four hundred miles, one, you know, two trips, you know, just to get into a club in Indianapolis and saying, "Well, I didn't make any money, so I got to sleep in my car or I got to drive home and come back tomorrow." Mm-hmm. And uh, so that stuff is is incredible to me. To put that kind of time, I was 59 years old when I stepped on my first stage. Oh, I want to hear about that. Yeah, yeah. what made you? What made you? Uh, okay, 
I want to hear about that. But like, so what? I guess what do you can if you labeled yourself? What would you label yourself? I'm a feature. A feature. What is a feature? I always get confused. I'm an idiot. Um, that basically I you know have twenty five to thirty five minutes of time. I mean, I don't know. So the features before really the headliner. The features before oh, yeah. the head. Okay, yeah. and then what's before that? Host. And then then what's if there's four or or they call it a middle. Yeah. Feature middle. So I think now I don't know if I'm correct in saying I think if the lineup is host, middle, headliner, or if it's just feature headliner. I, I you're there's a host in there somewhere. There's a host in there somewhere. I'm looking for guest spots. Well, so I don't what's know. A, <laughs> Sometimes there's not a host. It is yeah. just a gotcha. Right. But feature gotcha. would be second to the last. Mm-hmm. Okay, feature mm-hmm. headliner. Yeah. I'm just I'm trying to just get in the door. Audience member. Yeah. I'm trying yeah. to buy a guy's yeah. damn ticket. Yeah. Trying to get on Billy's show. Gosh damn it. Send him 100 tapes. Yeah. I'm gonna do it. 100 tapes. Berta, just watch tapes. one, please. Watch one, please. <laughs> um. All right. Yeah. So I do. We we heard your origin uh, origin story last time. Uh, so let's hear yours, and then let's hear your sure. original. Oh, these are super interesting. I, mean, to me. I try to keep it short, but I, no, don't. I, I, I Do not keep a, it short. This I, is your I little a, time. I met, I met a girl at a party. Um, we we're having our, our annual party out in Commerce Township. Uh, you know, 40, 50 people. They all start to diminish. You're down to your last ten, and it's like now you're going. So what do you do for a living? What do you do outside of here? What? And she says, "Well, I am uh, part owner and manager of the Ann Arbor Comedy Showcase." Oh, nice. Oh, well, how, how does all that work? Oh, she's been here thirty years. Her name is Claudia, and Claudia gave me my first shot. Hmm. And um, she got says, "Well, there's open mics. That's that's what we kind of do." And I said, "Well, okay." She goes, "Get five minutes, have it down pat. When you do." start calling this number every Thursday and you look on their website on Saturday. And if you're on, you're on. I so I did that for six weeks, called up Claudia. I said, so what do I got to do here? <laughs> she said, well, we get about a hundred requests a week Yeah, and we only put up 12. I'm like, Oh, she goes, keep trying. So next time I tried, I got on. She greased it for you. She, she greased it for she you. She did. And, um, I, you know, I crushed. I, I mean, I met Roger, who was incredibly at four foot nine, very intimidating. Who's Roger? I don't know who this He's is. He's the manager. He's been there yeah. 30, 40 years. He's the owner. Is this still yeah. going on? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I need and, like, um, so, someone to yeah. hold my hand, apparently. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So, so uh, you know, I get up there, I crush, and I it was like doing cocaine. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. it was, if you have to dump that, dump it. No. Any, tell, wait, any, tell us about cocaine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, Berta. <laughs> I mean, we'll, we've only been together 45 years. Okay. So we, we've done hot, it all. Sorry. Anyway, so uh, so it was crazy. People were coming up to me and said, you know, hey, you know, we've never seen you here before. Oh, my God. You know, this was your first time? I said, yeah, it's my first time up. And they go, first time up what? And I said, it's first time on stage. And they were like, dude. So I was getting beefed up from the crowd. I got yeah. beefed up by a couple of comedians. And I was like, holy shit, I really love this. Yeah. And I uh, had a lot of speaking um, uh, roles in my career. Had no problem speaking to 100 people. Okay. Zero and what, problem. what capacity was that? I was a regional director for a company called Merry-Go-Round. We were the young, hot, loud fashion store in the malls. We were really? Yeah, you know, we were the malls at the parent. All the parent. Yeah, I remember. She is almost Do you there. It? I remember um, merry-go-round. 
like emptying out at Lakeside. Yes. Like ending okay. dying. I mean, that was a sad dying. Really that was yeah. in 96. Yeah. So, yeah. so I was there 20 plus years. Yeah. And uh, so I had no problem motivating 100 people. And I had to kind of develop these kind of skills, including comedy, because I kept getting older and my employees stayed the same age. <laughs> so I had to tell them all this boring stuff around Christmas yeah. and Easter and back to school. And it was like, oh, my God, what do I do? It's their first time. Yeah. But you've done this other time. Yeah, and I'm explaining signage and hang tags yeah. and merchandising yeah, yeah. and windows. And it's like, oh, my God, for like the 400th time. Yeah. And uh, and I was lucky enough. I got up uh, at a comedy club in, in uh, I think it was Atlantic City, before Rodney Dangerfield, what? and we were all drunk, and it, well, we rented out yeah. the whole theater. Okay, there was five hundred married yeah. around employees. Oh, oh, oh. And this is a retreat. Yeah, I, I yeah, want to know we, what we that had was the, like. We had these quite a bit. So yeah, um, oh, so the, I was God. lucky enough that they put me on stage in front of Rodney Dangerfield wow. for about That's three awesome. or four minutes, and all and. That was my first crowd work because I just made fun of everybody that I could see, yeah, mm-hmm. and and said these little rhymes and little songs and and I think that's when I got kind of hooked, and then that's uh, when the thought happened. Yeah, when I did Ann Arbor, and yeah, but it was twenty five years later. Yeah, I mean, we went out of business in nineteen ninety six. I was probably doing that stand up, crazy motivating thing. All the way through the seventies and eighties, you had and your bits. Half the nineties, you yeah. had your bits that worked that you kept. It was, and it was, and it was just, and it was just, it was observational. I mean, when I would look at employees and realize how stupid they are really being, and how crybaby, you know, it, it all just kind of relates to my stuff is all observational. It's all self-defecating. It's about getting old, aging, relationship, one. Uh, and illnesses and physical, you yeah. know, it, it's that's all my stuff. But it comes from a whole lifetime of just watching people and seeing people get sick or disabled or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, and I find comedy because I, you can sit here, you can feel sorry for yourself and feel sorry for the situation, or you can just laugh at it. And, totally, and that's that's kind of how I did it. it. Gives you like a little power over, not a power. You don't have power over anything, but like no. it gives you feel like you're, like you're you're not such like a victim ish anymore. At right. least for me, right? Gives you a little control, yeah. little control. I mean, yeah. it's, it's it's just silly little things that you kind of grow up with, and then experience as your life goes on. Yeah, and I just choose to make fun of it rather than saying, oh. Poor me. That's great. Poor us. That's great. You know. I want to hear Charles. Then I have a very, I have a very interesting question for you. All but right. then go, Charles. Yeah. First, wh- the less interesting question. Charles's origin no. story. No, 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 no. This I've always wondered this, man. Because we, we're uh, how old are you? Uh, forty. I'm about to be forty, man. <coughs> I was counting, so I thought I had six months till I was forty, right? So I felt I got a half a year, and then I was like, it's in December. So I was like driving home, and I was like, "Yeah, no big deal." So I got August, September, October, November, December, right. and I was like, "Where is the other month? <laughs> like, where is the Running other month?" Right. You know. Right. So yeah, I'm on back, back half of forty minutes. Yeah, so we're like the same age. So I'm always curious how someone like our age like gets rocking in that. Yeah, like with my with my back issues, they 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 were they were going on before the, when the, before 2020, and I couldn't golf anymore regularly i couldn't bowl anymore regularly i couldn't play softball i had to find a different outlet you're from the east side no hazel park 
That's East Side. Close enough, yeah. You just said all the East Side's favorite things. <laughs> right, right. That's yeah. why I pretty much live in Clinton Township. Yeah, now. you're an East Sider. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're, yeah, ride or die, dude. Yeah, so yeah. Dart League. Throw Dart <laughs> oh, League in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, was, that was my 20s. Yeah, that was a wild time. All right, I interrupted though, man. Keep going. No, keep it's going. fine. Uh, so I, I, needed a, I needed to find an outlet, and I couldn't just sit in my living room and watch The Office on repeat for – I couldn't do it anymore, mm. and – that so I, I I wrote for several months before I finally made my way to a uh, a Monday night at the Punchline in Southfield with, with their uh, comedy poetry and music. Was it Melanie <laughs> and B B Ward was running it then? Oh. Yeah, and I went there my first four times, and you know I had the first time is that you know everybody crushes their first time, yeah. and then yeah. you go back the second time and do that same set, and everybody's <laughs> like oh. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and then you go back the third time with with some newer material, and it's not nearly as funny as the first set you went with. So yeah, no, it was a good time. I slowly made my way down to uh, Brett Solferino's rooms down there in uh, uh, Dearborn. Yeah, Melvindale. Melvindale. It was well, yeah, it was Dearborn first. That was the the new place lounge, oh. and the three four two and three four two. Yeah, who used to run the three four two? Mark, Big uh, Mark, like tall, like tall. Poindexter. Yeah, where's oh, he? Yeah. I haven't seen him he in forever. Comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Did he quit? He started giving yeah. away his shows. Yeah. Oh, man, he was mm-hmm. good. I liked him, man. Yeah, very yeah. nice guy. Charges of the game, man. Charges so, yeah, of the then, game. Yeah, and then when uh, everything shut down, and then, uh, you know, I, I when uh, everything opened back up, that's when I started hitting the east side mics back up with uh, over yeah. there. On- but, like, okay, so, like, many people have back issues and are laid up. Like, not many people try comedy. So, like, what was the spark of... That's a lot to like put yourself out there. Like that's a whole different path. So like, where did that initial thing come from? I mean, it was something I always thought in the back of my mind as a kid. I wanted to perform. I wanted to. I kind. I did, but it was. I didn't know the the avenue to get there. I didn't know that there were open mics at bars during the week. I lived in the bar from nineteen to. What 30. was your bar? What was your Eastside bar? Uh, of I choice? was at uh, House of Shamrocks in Hazel Park. Oh, 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 I was just there. Yeah, were you? <laughs> I got food. Oh, I, I got kayaking and got night, food. Yeah, every after night, every night, golden tea all night long. That's hilarious, man. Yeah, you're such a true Eastsider. <laughs> golden tea and <laughs> draft beer. Oh my god! <laughs> if you're if we're playing Eastside Bingo, like I Bingo, <laughs> right? You have everything. That's so, yeah. great. Is that by the? Is it the boat bar? What was that's the... that's the salty dog. That's oh, at like that's a right. that's, that's another mile of the road. Yeah, about? dude, that is a whole different <laughs> vibe going on in there. Oh my oh. god, that's so, like the pirate hooters. So tipsy yeah. Mc, McStaggers. That's Warren. Yeah, that's, that's Warren. Warren. That's Warren. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah. That's repping. Now we're repping Warren mm-hmm. here. No, hundred uh, percent. Joe Suds, all those places. <laughs> Gator Jakes, all those things. Um, no, that's cool, man. And then what, like, so you always played the guitar. Like, where did you even, did you see someone that played the music? Did you, like, where did the guitar first, like, why did you bring that in? Well, yeah, I, I you know, you see, when I, when I mentioned wanting to do it, like, Dimitri Martin style or something, but I never thought that I could do that. Mm-hmm. And then I would listen to a podcast. I happened to stumble upon it, uh, that J. Chris Newberg, who is a Detroit guy, yeah. he, he lives in LA now. He's a producer and um he, he i started listening to his podcast and he, he was just like if you want to do comedy just do it and he, he kept saying it episode after ep- yeah. episode after episode but talking about how hard it is and uh so i reached out to him one day and i was just like so if I, i'm thinking about doing comedy like what should i do and he, <laughs> it was one word answer he replied back in his email he just said right yeah 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 <laughs> probably gets a thousand yeah. of those right? yeah so it, over the course of the next 
couple of years, like I developed a relationship with him. And, uh, so yeah, that, that he, his guitar style is something that I was drawn to and I try to maintain a level of difference than, you know, from what he's doing, but there's some, going to be some similarities there because short songs and, uh, you know, punchline and you know, yeah. that's, that's not what everybody's doing, but I'll give you credit, man. Cause, 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 okay. First of all, let me lead with this. I, I, I think we all in agreement. Your guitar stuff is very funny. It's very good. Thank you. Right. It's very good. But I don't know if we're all in agreement. Like when you see someone pull a guitar out, you're like, Oh dude, guitar guys here get out of here you know like you don't like you don't i see these looks you see, see the looks I that's what i'm saying so like you're 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 doing the stuff and you're getting to know people right and i imagine you pull the guitar out and people you know are like oh dude guitar dude okay here right. we go I like jumping the shark so know. like how did you like that's pretty you like kept the like i you, record every set i hear what goes I on you hear right <laughs> i listen to it on my way yeah 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 so how did you like that's intimidating, man. That's like that's like that would intimidate me. You right. Know? Yeah. That's it, like you're it, le- it, you're taking it, a leap. It there. took me a long time, and, and probably until running Grash at Pub and and getting comfortable with being around people, other comedians. Like that's I didn't I hung out in the back because that was my insecurity. That yeah. was my I'm just gonna be here. If you want to come talk to me, I'll talk to you. But if not, I'm cool. I'm gonna watch everybody do their sets. I'm gonna do mine, and then I'm gonna go home. Yeah. You know. But it, it's just all been a process of being comfortable talking and communicating with people yeah you got to be good if you're gonna pull a guitar and you are well thank you so respect you know and i address it like the the first thing i say is i'm gonna do an impression this is my impression of every asshole at a campfire (laughs) right right and and, yeah that's that it i I address it and and then i move on because everybody's thinking it just get it out of the way if i don't i'm gonna put another tape into berta uh chapman and if I don't get picked, I'm pull, I'm going full guitar. I'm going full guitar. And if that doesn't work, I'm going full ventriloquism. Ventriloquist. And then if that doesn't work, I'm going full magic. Com- magic comedian. So there you go. want to be on January? Yeah, yeah, full yeah. comedian. And I hope you try all those acts out at Grash at Pub. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. I got to get back. Actually, that's a good one, man. I, I appreciate uh, the Tuesday night at Grash at Pub because it's like, I, I know like when I, if I got something for real coming up, it's like, oh, dude, I can grab your pub. I get seven minutes. It's like guaranteed. I'm gonna be home by this time. I know, like, I'm gonna, you're, I'm gonna get on the list. I'm gonna be on when the when the list hits. Uh, you're gonna like tell me what's going on. It's not. I'm not gonna like yeah, be I out don't... till two in the morning and then be like, oh, dude, I lost your name on the thing. Like uh, that's frustrating. No, the way my list runs is if you get there, I put your name on the list. Exactly. That's the order you get there. I yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't bump people. I don't give people you know all kinds of time in between. I just want to run a clean show and everybody yeah. gets their time and has a good time and mm-hmm. it's you give time and it's you know try to i try to run it as fair as possible yeah you give time man which is appreciated so my question to kara is is oh, i hold on i have a challenge ahead. for charles oh hell yeah uh-huh. tell one of your jokes tell do one of your songs but just say it but just say it mm-hmm that I can, that that I can not have to edit either. All right. No, no. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't we're think we're good of that. with that. <laughs> you want just the, the the song song? Yeah, but okay. just say it. You're my sunshine. No. No, not what? a song like a joke, dude. <laughs> I thought you wanted a song this song. Is... No, we want a joke. Yeah. We want well, a joke, but like say it, like but like say it. like deliver it without a guitar. That's tough. To all, to all the, to all the current. There, there's a flow under 100 that goes along with it sometimes. Just, well, it's, here's here's all I'm trying to prove is that I believe that you, you actually have jokes Ooh, within your songs where there's some people that just have, you know what, like 
me, for instance, I make up ridiculousness with you. I don't know that I could do that without the song. I get but, what you're saying. You know, I get what you're I saying. I do think you really craft a joke. Um, and so some of them, I when I, the, the jokes that I do in song, though, I, I've crafted that to, to where they are my more edgy jokes. Mm-hmm. They are my maybe more. We've talked about this. This is very interesting. Yeah, or, talk about or, that. Or That's yeah. triggering jokes that I felt needed a bed underneath it to make mm-hmm. people feel happy yep. before I flip it on them. Mm-hmm. So, so it, 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 and then it, it's to make it okay to laugh instead of going, Ooh, I don't know if I like that, but they're listening to the music and it kind of changes the, 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 the feel of, make of it what silly. I'm doing. Yeah. Make it you make silly. It silly. I make, I, I'm making, I'm making it silly. That's a, that's a perfect. Yes. Way to put it. And you're allowing when you, when you, when you sing it, you let the person that might like, you know, I, I shouldn't be laughing at this. But they laugh because it's like, oh no, it's silly. It's a song, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Well, and it's, and I just say your facial expressions when you were stringing through your guitar riffs is such a sly schoolboy look. Yeah, that he really disarms, especially the people in close proximity that can real that you know within fifteen or twenty feet. They see his expression, and it's it's a schoolboy, sly. I'm you say gonna, it with a smile. Yeah, on, I'm on saying a happy I'm chord. saying something naughty. Like uh, mm-hmm. uh, to, to, yeah. to, to, to Kara's right point, in. I'll go with the you know one of the jokes that I like to do. I really like it. Is uh, creeps me out every time I go to my grandma's house. She just sits in her chair and stares at me. One of these days, I'll report the body. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, without that, I mean, it's a funny joke. I yeah. think it is. Anyway. It is. I think it it's is. a funny joke, but the guitar adds it. It uplifts it yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes it okay to laugh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. At, your, at your dead grandma. <laughs> uh, Kara, so this is this is kind of goes with like your, this, this is uh, your second visit to the podcast, right? Which is very impressive. Yeah. That you never invited me to, but yeah. Okay, I don't believe that's true. <laughs> Billy, if I didn't invite you, if I did initially invite you, it's because I was intimidated. Because you're 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 too good. Come you're too good. Get- you're too good, and I want to make Just. sure that I had a quality podcast going on before I, you know, oh. I didn't want to like. I, I, I had to was screw on a couple this picnic up. table with the the. Shower towel you just used. <laughs> I call, yeah, for my cold shower. Um, no, no, you should take this as a comment because Is that way I got a towel. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do need to spice up the table. I'm working on that. A little small. I want to get a wood table. Okay. But I got a. I I went on that vacation and I'm broke, and that's why I'm doing these decks. <laughs> so once I get some of this deck money in, I'm gonna get a nice long wood table okay. and really class this up. Okay. Right. Now here's the thing. We'll do a live poll here. So this is an option. Right, or I could set it up where we had the four chairs and the couch, and we could do it like all face each other on the on the couch and stuff. I talked to so Jack Reeves and Jesus uh, Rodriguez did it last uh, last week, and they said they liked the I table. Like that you had to tell us it wasn't Jesus Christ. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just to clarify, yeah, I talked to Jesus the other day. Uh, happy Easter. Um, yeah. uh, no, but they said they liked the table. Because it's more like formal-ish. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that could be good because then we're just like hanging out. So what do you think? I it, like being able to see people's faces yeah, when I'm talking agreed, to them. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But we would be facing each other. Oh. <laughs> well, or the option is I'll have our backs to each other in this <laughs> <area>. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like the table or do you think like all like... reminds me of Wayne's World, I guess. Okay. You can do it that way. Okay. Right? Well, what would you like better? 
Like, what would you what would you be having more excited about as as you walk down? Like, we're all sitting in these comfy couches, or we're all like around this little table. I'm comfy. I was pretty amped up. Yeah, <laughs> I like comfy. All right, well, we'll experiment with the next probably one. Probably have more control this way, like Ooh. you. Yeah. You know. I'm all about that. Yeah. <laughs> Control's a big thing. Yeah. No, all right. So so there's a second person that's asked you on. Okay. Right? Yeah. So I was like invite. I always say like, hey, uh, uh, you know, hey, uh, please come on. Invite two of your comedy friends. That's going to like make them comfortable and they can, like they feel like they can, you know, really get their personality out. So that's the second person that has asked you, right? Mm-hmm. And then I notice, I really do notice this that like uh, you're always kind of like, like people are, are, are really – you know, people are like drawn to, to your, and they like ask you advice, even if it's not like for you know, like they kind of run a lot of things by you. So why do you like, like, like how how did you get into like? Is that something that you like you consciously do, or just people are are just like feel really comfortable around you? What do you think? That is very kind of you. I think this is something I thought of recently. Is that I will not succeed at this because I care more about everyone else than I do myself. Um, so that's depressing. <laughs> that's depressing. But I don't. But that's not how I look at it. Like I, I, I think part of it comes from like the competition, the competitiveness makes me really anxious, and so I just want to be people's friends and yeah. help each other. And I'll be honest, like. This is a numbers game. The reality of like someone I help actually like making it, making it. Yeah. Maybe about two people make it. Yeah. So, and I'd be freaking ecstatic for that person. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I think that's kind, but I, I think there, I think one, I have this like motherly instinct because honestly, I didn't, right, I didn't have my own kids. So this very much feels yeah. like my. I want to nurture everyone, <laughs> yeah. make sure. And I'm just like, I think I'm a caretaker by nature. Uh, and then um, also I'm I'm a businesswoman first and foremost, just like you, Billy, right. you know. And I was going to say that about you too. What makes your shows good is that you're a business person first. Like you're thinking about the money. You're worried about, you know, how the lights are directed right. or tables and like not. Sometimes it's the opposite. It's just a comedian who's up yeah. there trying to run a show. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And so there is something to say when you have that business aspect to you. Um, and it really, I'll tell you, it blows my mind the shit that people just don't know. Oh, God, um, God, yeah, for sure. And even I have a lot of people will reach out and ask me, hey, can you look at this email? Can you revise it? Can you? Um, and in my head, I'm. You know, I've spent years in sales, and it's mm-hmm. like, okay, this is natural to me to do it. So yeah. if I can help someone with yeah. that, and that's not their strength, that's yeah. okay. But it all come full circle. Like Charles plays his guitar for me anytime <laughs> I want. Uh, and now so. you're gonna get a bunch of emails to, to, to <laughs> mark up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Can right. you? Can you? But um, I don't know. That's. Hey, and you know what? The email only gets you so far. Oh. I mean, at the end of the day, you still need to be a funny comic. So right. I'm like, if I can help you with this, you know, little yep. piece of your comedy, great. But um, well, you did it for me, like very nice. Like, and that was you, you did it for me like a long time ago. And I was like, just like you know, I was I was pretty like I was like the silent dude at open mics, like didn't have any friends, mm-hmm. and. Um, 
you know, a lot of ki- like not kids in a bad way, but a lot of like super younger people. Sure. So it's like I don't want to like be like old dude trying to hang out with younger people. Right, like, right. not that. And by so the way, hard. a lot of as I've got to know everybody, <laughs> Billy's like no, Billy? no, but no, no. So like <laughs> as you get to know people, absolutely, and they're and and it's like okay, now we like talk, and you have, that's a whole different thing, right? right we can right. like hang out, but you the last thing I want to do because I've been around old dude trying to be cool around young people right. and it's so sad right so it like is. i initially like when i walked in i was like no 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 you're not doing this so it was like do the mic sit in the back don't talk to nobody and i like i was sitting in the back and i was just like oh hey like i knew you were good good right and so you know i'd like ask you a question you could have been like one wordy you were not one wordy and then at the end you're like hey by the way this is like this was cool that's cool. I remember, and you like, I remember this from a couple times ago. And you should take, uh, and you should like, you gave me like three things. You're like, she should like, uh, actually, the one thing I remember was like, yeah, like check that class out. It'd be a really good idea. So it was good. Like, you're very good at it. You're very approachable, mm-hmm. which you would definitely, I don't think people even look down on you if you were not, you know, to like weirdo open mic dude that's like standing in the back. So anyway, you well, that's know. That's very nice. Yeah. Can I, and let me, but let me say this too. It's like, I think we need to do more of that. I mean, when musicians have a jam session, right? It's like, uh, hold on. Oh, yeah, all right. Oh, to make that higher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play the yeah, D right. note. Play that D note I like. You know, we're right. like, oh, okay, bring in the, oh, yeah, the cowbell, you know? And it's like, what? Yeah, we need to do more of that as comedians. And this yeah. is this is art. <laughs> and I think we have to think of it that way. It is art. Yeah. I don't right. Know. Yeah. I mean, because I don't do any comedy at my shows. I mean, that's the first thing I say to every comedian that does my shows. I open the show. I introduce the show. I introduce you. Mm-hmm. That's it. I'm not joking. I'm not doing. Yeah. Any, I don't do any comedy. Um, it's not my time. It's my. And when you say it's like a business, it is like a business because the entire time I ran these million dollar jobs. Mm-hmm. It was never about me. Mm-hmm. It was always about them. Yep. Right. Yep. And somebody said to me when I was 18 years old, take care of your people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll take care oh, of Oh, no doubt. And so I'm taking care of comedians, and they're, they're taking care of me, mostly by reputation and mostly by every club manager now says, dude, that's the best show ever. Dude, oh, that's the nice. best show ever. Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, when are you coming back again? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I try to space them out um, every other month, so that um, we give that community that that because you're only getting people who live five miles from the bar. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's your entire audience. Now that that same audience changes over because some people say, Oh yeah, we can't go to this one, but another seventy five people walk in the door. Mm-hmm. So. My job is to make sure those 75 people walk away and said, when are you coming back? Oh, great. Yeah. And and I, and I the every week and the every month thing just did not appeal to me, so I just started putting them on an every other month rotation. So now we don't go for, you know, anywhere between six and eight weeks is our timetable to return to that same bar. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and it works. It really does work because now people are waiting for you to come back. Yeah. And uh, and and one of our venues, they actually pay for advertising. Oh, beautiful. That's great. Yeah. So we walk in every time, 
at 135 people. That's awesome. Great show. So like, so okay. Cool. So I was thinking, I will talk about this after, but uh, like just like listening to these things and I'm like trying to make a little checklist. So someone that is trying to start uh, like something going, right? It's always easy, like the initial one, right? Like you right. said, first couple, because when you start something, uh, like I coach uh, high school baseball, right? And it's like my first, I remember I got the job and the first fundraiser and I'm so excited about it. And then like right. year six, it's not so much fun doing all like um, the 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 enthusiasm has to do all those little things has worn off but the need to do it is still there so to keep it like functioning you still need to do all those things that were fun now that are not fun so like how are you managing like your 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 i I imagine like when you're first putting on these shows you're excited it's everything is like new 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 and now it's like you got your checklist it's getting a little grindy so how are you managing like the grindy things. The the only grindy part about it, and it just there's just one, is picking the right people and making the right lineup. Oh, okay. that that's all. That's all I stress about. Yeah. Um, for the right venue. And for the right venue, you're right. So you wait. Explain that. Explain what do you mean by that? Explain. Explain that. No, no, no. I want to hear ah. from you. So what do you mean? Like, so you're saying like like each, in my each head, venue is different. They are. Okay, like yeah, what like what like Have you ever been to Hoops out by the old palace? Yeah. That bar is set up totally different than Irish Tavern in Waterford. Okay. Because it's two rooms. It's a bar and it's like tables. Okay. So what does that what does that place need? Loud. Yes, you got to be loud, and it's—I don't know—it's more people. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, um, I mean, we've had 125 people there. No, I'm saying like what, like like that show needs a certain type of. A personality to make that successful kind of okay like this is really interesting to me right they, they like it a little raunchy okay you know they don't they don't mind you don't coming right at them so even though some of be really funny right like 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 you're saying like hey like you're watching people and you're seeing this person and that person so you're saying like not only do you have to you know get a venue that's going to have people that's going to have this and going to have that but you're you're matching you guys are, are trying to match the right like presence in the right room, right? To get these people to come, absolutely. Back. Like, right. yeah, Prime Seven's a total different ball game. It's yeah. What's that about? Yeah, much older crowd. Okay. Uh, I'll just say it. A lot more money. Yeah. You know, they all live on the water. Yeah. Um, and uh, and they they want to be entertained, mm-hmm. but I have seen some audience members get turned off on a few things not okay to the, not yeah. to the point where they've walked out yeah but to the point where i've seen them go you know so you're managing all this yeah you're managing yeah. all this. In, in my mind yeah. i'm watching you can see it but you can't do nothing about it <laughs> what are, what? you're not managing it during it no i know that. you're taking yeah. notes you're yeah. taking notes going okay I, I really have to think more about this venue um irish tavern in waterford I don't care who goes there. They, they are ready <laughs> for whatever you got. It's a rectangle room. It packs in 85 or 90 yeah. people, and they're right on. Like, the the table is this far from the stage. Yeah. And they're they're right there. You could drink off of three or four tables. Yeah. So, and they're, they're, just, they're just ready for all of it. Um, hoops is just kind of all over the board. Gotcha. And they're, you know, um, we've never really – turned people off there i don't think but um it's hard to get them to gather closer to the stage because it's really yeah 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 and uh 
So, yeah, we think about all those things before the show, after the show. We talk about it when we get home. We, we don't go to bed till 1, 1.30 on a show night probably. And, um, yeah, that's it. And, uh, <laughs> and then uh, we think about the next show. Um, so the, the only grind is making sure you got the right lineup. But from the moment we turn the speakers on and get the lights going, it's nothing but excitement. Yeah, it, it's I I can't get enough mm. of it, and uh, I work the crowd probably for an hour before. Are you staying for the show? Did you come in for the show? Yeah. Oh no, we didn't know. And so how do you not know? Because we do it really old school. I give um, the bars two hundred eleven by seventeen flyers, and I just say put one on every table every day. Do they do that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the ones who do you don't, ever check up on it? Like, uh, yeah, I do. And uh, they're very, very, very good. And uh, there, and there's one venue, and I'm not going to mention who it was, but we don't go there anymore because mm. they didn't they do their supportive. job. Yeah. And I spent a lot of time and uh, effort in getting 200 flyers. I get 25 of them laminated because I plaster the bathrooms, I plaster the the doors, I mm-hmm. got banners I put outside on the building. You know, we work at it. So you're doing it. You're work, you're not just like throwing shows up. So like if you no. you guys have all run shows, right? Mm-hmm. You run shows. So like try to think of like your top two things that would that if like someone was about to start a show or make a, an attempt at this. Because right. I think a lot of people just think, oh, I just find a, a bar, I get the I buy the stereo equipment, and then I put a list out, or I invite my you know ten friends, right. and we're gonna it's we're gonna be oh my god, we're gonna be on the cover of. Uh, Detroit right. Hour. What is that magazine? Yeah. Hour right. Detroit. Yeah. Oh, we're going to be on Hour Detroit in two months, right? That's what they think. Yeah. So what are like the two things that you would think is like that you would like tell them like your best two, two advice? I don't know why I made that complicated. Book funny people and don't be afraid to hurt your friend's feelings. Oh, wow. Okay. What, what about you? Oh, geez. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, you really have to get Number one is the the venues have to back you, not just book you. They have to back you. They have to be into what you're trying to do. They need to promote the show coming in mm-hmm. the future. And, the and it's not that hard because I do I do ninety three days. Yeah, I do ninety percent of it. All they got to do is put a flyer on a table, and and talk about it. Yeah. Oh, last time was really funny. Blah blah blah. Um, so advertise. That's a huge. Yeah, one. and and as a comedian myself. Um, the biggest thing I I make sure I don't do any comedy. I'm cute. I'm cuddly. <laughs> I'm adorable, right? I'm all those things, right? One hundred percent. You're like a care bear. You're like a care bear. Cute, cuddly, and adorable. You're like a care bear. But I don't do any comedy. I thought you featured sometimes for your shows. No, no. I did the first three or four. Oh, so now you're just like well, booking. Well, yeah, when I circled back, I'm like, oh, God, I don't really have anything new, yeah. and I didn't know how many new people were going to show up. And because um, it takes a long time to put 20, 30, 40 minutes together. I mean, like three years. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah. Uh, and because you're constantly tossing stuff out, bringing new stuff in, tweaking. But, um, but yeah, I, I don't do comedy for that reason. I want it to be all about the four people that are there to make us laugh. That's awesome. And, and to me, um, that's way more important than me doing 10 or 12 minutes of silliness yeah you know it really is what about you what are your two things you would recommend billy really said most i absolutely gotta have the venue behind you Mm -hmm. and if 
that's a thing. If you if you have to just convince a venue like too hard, it's like forget it. Mm-hmm. Just they have to want you there. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think too many of us try and like finagle our way in and and also be considerate of what's around you know what's around you what other venues are around you what other shows are around you it's not it's not worth competing i don't think with other bookers i know that that becomes there's i know everyone's very passionate about their territories or yeah i mean but at the end of the day we really don't have the ability to claim territories but are people claiming territory are people are getting weird and claiming territories and stuff like that i've seen it you know yeah i I mean not that i know that but yeah did i claim a territory no (laughs) i claimed it for you oh okay but i purposely left the east side alone okay because Mm -hmm. there's a there's a couple people that have really kind of ran that for longer than i've been i understand yeah um so yeah, I kind of keep my own little nook for you know Auburn Hills, yeah, Waterford, and uh, <laughs> you've been smashing that thing all night, it? dude. Uh, and Gosh. Commerce, yeah, you know. So each of them are only seven miles apart. Next question, and this is all right. So you you start you love the com- you love doing the comedy, you love right. you know doing the comedy. You said it yourself; it was like it was like drugs, right from from the past right. life. It was. Uh, like, are you? Are you comfortable with your with your new direction, or like have you given the? Are you still chasing the comedy in a different thing, like or have you like just like you know what I've transitioned, I enjoy this more, I like this part better. Like how are you? Where are you at with all that? I'm right in the middle. I I, when I go to it, when I do a show, it's like a vacation because I don't have anything in my car, no speakers, no nothing. I just show up and just have a great time and go home. So I love doing that. Um, I'm not very aggressive and trying to get those books. Mm-hmm. Um, and I should be, I, I should be writing more emails. I should be contacting more bookers. Um, and, um, but I enjoy them the same actually. I mean, yeah. the shows, the, producing the shows are, is a lot more work, but it keeps me sharp all the time where I'm always kind of thinking, what's the next show? Who do I got? You know, what are we going to do? You know, that's where, oh, God, I hope people show up. Yeah. You know, you think about all yeah. those things where when you're performing, you just show oh, up. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. It, it is. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I haven't done much of it in the past year or so, uh, maybe less than a handful. Yeah. Maybe. Um, so, yeah, I have to be more aggressive because I love doing it. I love, I mean, I, where, where did we go? Burton, some crazy place. Oh, not that uh, reminds me of Tennessee or Virginia, oh, Richmond, Michigan. All up in Richmond, yeah. Which wasn't very far from Memphis, Michigan. Jared, I've done that Jaded, show. You go to Jada, yeah. Jada. Up in Strikers. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've been there. Um, I don't know, maybe uh, nine audience members. Hey man, it was, it was might have been 12. 10, 12. Uh, I had the best time. Yeah, there you go. I had the best time mm-hmm. and did Memphis the same thing a couple of years ago. Um, you know, I've done Mike Ball shows several times, um, but yeah, I I like both a lot. Yeah, that's a yeah. lot. I just have to be more aggressive. You just get like passionate about yeah. one, and you like you're you're figuring out. You guys are both figuring out the puzzle of one. It's easy. Like all of a sudden, it's been two years, and you're like, oh, 
what right right what happened to my right. comedy thing i've just been producing shows right because it's like boom 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 mm-hmm. boom boom it's a lot of, it's yeah, a lot I of head space. up like a couple months ago i was like i was the first michaelholic you haven't right. called me in a while yeah, what the yeah. heck's going on man you've you know? been on three times <laughs> mark zero mark zero and, and, and that, yeah, mark zero it's okay it's okay they're gonna help you write your email seriously i'm like i'm like book me i spelled book wrong i'm like be okay book me please <laughs> but yeah, we uh, yeah, I miss it. I I, uh, I get an itch and yeah, I get it though. And uh, I'm working on something for Jackson. You know, yeah. I, I just got to make the phone call, and make yeah. do something big, where I will do maybe 20 minutes, right? Yeah, because I really want to bring some heavy hitters and and make it maybe my first ticketed event. Oh nice. wow, um, that's exciting! Which is um, it would be great. It would be great. It's a stop. Yeah. That's a stop, right? Yeah. That's a stop. It's so funny you said about I like, hadn't been in that room in Jackson yet, Billy, just reminding you. Oh. Well, that's not my room. It's my golf. <laughs> no, this, this is a, this the one is you're getting. A, this is a golf course. He's it's, another guy, man. A, yeah, it's one I, of those things where, um, yeah, because well, my hometown. Yeah. So I get a lot of people, when are you going to do a show here? When are you going to do a show here? When are you going to do a show here? And um, so I think I might do something big. Oh, you got to. Yeah. So. Homecoming. Yeah. Tape it, make it a documentary. A documentary. I get iced out of a couple shows, man. I don't know what I'm doing. You got to help me with these emails. I don't know. I do say like, Kara Karachi sent me. That's a very. <laughs> right. Do you throw that in there? Yeah, yeah, I do Clearly say that. Not doing anything for. Um, we did an hour, you guys. Uh, is there any last little like parting shots that you want to uh, get out there, Charles? Nothing. Parting shot. We'll come back. I'll come back to you. Uh, where are you going to be at? So this is going to come out. So uh, I'm going to uh, drop this on Sunday. That's when I'm going to put it out. Okay. So is there anything, any place that you're going to be in the month of September? September. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm booking the fourth Friday at the Rusty Nail, and and uh, so I'll Sweet. be there the fourth Friday in September. I also have uh, the Sandbar for uh, Justin Pettick. Okay. We'll be featuring at the Sandbar, I think, on the, the 15th of that month, too. Nice. So, yeah, I think that's just the only two things I have going on in September. Go check out Charles, full guitar. He's hilarious. Uh, what about when's the next uh, Michael Holick show coming out in September? Oh, we are September 16th at Prime 7, Commerce Township. 16th, Prime okay. 7. Yep, that's Diego. No tickets. Anasio, no tickets, free show. And who's on there? I interrupted you. Uh, headlining is Diego Antanasio, and there is uh, my special appearance is Steffi Solomon. Oh, nice. Very funny. Yeah, she's great. Up and coming. October, funny. October guest, October guest on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. And then... Uh, I forgot. I it's okay. Yeah. It's so, so September 16th at Prime 7. Prime 7. September 30th in Irish Tavern, Waterford. Okay. And then October 15th, which is simply Chanel out of Hoops. Very nice. Yeah. Kara so. Karachi, where are you going to be? Am I saying your last name correctly? Yeah. No, how do you say That's it? How I, oh, I got something to say. Yeah, Ready? go ahead. We're Mark ready. and I went to the same church together. <laughs> same blaze. Yeah. Represent. Blaze. Summer Circle. What up? Yeah. We had Summer Circle together. Yeah, we did. Summer yeah. Circle. Mm-hmm. This is really a small town. It is a small I town. Where are you going to be at in September? Also, we. Sh- I'm going to be 40 in February. Could we have a birthday party here in oh January? Oh, my God. Please. Can we do a combined? We'll do a roast. Oh, my God. You want to do it? Yeah, let's do that. Here or like at a spot? Let's do it at your house. 
house. Okay. In January? <laughs> yeah, why not? I'll pay for the booze if you have No, no. He'll be, no, da- he'll be dating one of... Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can bring... Jesus, Pete. Let's keep that, uh, keep that off the want. podcast. <laughs> all right, all right. So, yeah, where are you going to be in September? Because you're uh, all over the place. This week, I'll be in Lafayette, Indiana, and then I'm going to be at the Independent and Detroit House of Comedy doing their dirty show this week. Okay, this week. is not going to be out until Sunday, so we're going to miss oh. this week. So, what September. Last you, week. They were all great shows. <laughs> where are you going to be in September? Like, any, oh, I've if got someone's yeah, coming the Motor City Comedy Festival's coming up. Oh, nice. It's a four-day weekend. Thursday through Sunday, Hell we yeah. have amazing acts coming in from all over, uh, all over the nation. Super excited! Yeah, I'm gonna check that out. Tons of. I'm gonna sponsors. take some friends to that. I'm gonna take some friends to that. Get involved for yeah. sure. It's. I wrote I would volunteer. By the way, I said that on the thing. Oh, I'll you volunteer. Did? I will volunteer. Oh. I said okay. I would even like house people if they needed it. Oh really? Yeah. I think we're good, but I'll keep you. In yeah, mind. I said yes, 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 yes. All right. Well, listen. <laughs> Thank you guys for coming i really appreciate it this was like a uh, uh such a nice surprise to hear all about the uh, producing side of things yeah. so that was really cool thank you right. yeah asa detroit podcast follow it hit the follow thing please that, that's better for everybody thank you guys thank you so much man that was so easy you guys made that so easy forget it i wish they would i had to give the gas nice purchase master because going fast is a habit to cut it i go past leave you back in my dust like road rash make you cats go crash in the back of the truck i'm like bruce lee bad as they come coming back like his son brandon smacking actors with guns and landing like michael after slamming the dunk on the run way to heaven because that's where kevin is from like I was sent from the sun, setting the gap from the slum Never letting all the stress overcome, it's a blessing And that's no question, so guessing it's dumb But hold up, one second, cause the lesson isn't done I've been messing with these hi-hats, kicks and drums But started way after I crafted some lyrics when young So don't think for one second you're comparing the cunning Just think for one second, stop staring and fronting What's really big? What's really good, what's really hood, what's really poppin', what really should be These imposters really want it, they really could Get it, man, forget it, I wish they would What's really big, what's really good, what's really hood, what's really poppin', what really should be These imposters really want it, they really could Get it, man, forget it, I wish they would